The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to the Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. I'm Aaron. I'm joined once again with Mike and Ed, and I'm feeling patriotic today. I am as well. <laughs> We're smoking the American. America. 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 J.C. Newman. Um, there's never been a cigar that has had as, as much exclusive American stuff going on with it. Everything's American mm. from... The design of the band, the cigar, obviously the tobaccos themselves, the the printing of the band, the boxes. Yeah, every single step, the molds. I it, mean, every it's, everything. It's really cool. So people talk about boutique a lot. It's like a common term thrown around the cigar industry. I mean, it means like kind of small production. People have different definitions. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't, to my knowledge, as far as I define it, there's never been a more boutique cigar than this. Seriously, yeah, this. It doesn't get more uh, limited, mm. you know, at all. I mean, there's probably rarer cigars, but this as is, far as like a, I don't even know. It's kind of. Like, I don't even know. Is is there going to be? Yeah, uh, it's like a regular production, kind of, but it's super limited. There's two so it's people like, rolling it. Yeah. There's um, Luis Gonzalez and Yania Hernandez um, at El Rey Lo factory for J.C. Newman. They're the two, only two people rolling it. Which is crazy. Like, that we know the people that rolled this cigar that's in our hands specifically. Right. I mean, the best of the best. When Those does that two happen? are like, <laughs> they're like the superstars in, in the rolling game. <laughs> They've been doing it forever. Um, so, every single one of these that you get, you know, one of these people rolled two people. They're yeah. the only people. Not that other people couldn't, but these are the best of the best. And, yeah. and these are exclusive. And they did a good job. I got a great draw on this. So, so. You, <laughs> you know, there's a couple of people with this, uh, with the cigar that we can talk about. It is so boutique that I can literally mention everybody's soup to nuts that makes this happen. Yeah. Besides, the, you know, the most of the curing and, you know, the, the well, fine. Probably hands. because of the, the heads, the, book. the heads, you know, because of the book that they give you. Every box that you buy, they were originally going to be 10-count boxes because they're so exclusive. But because the boxes are expensive, mm-hmm. cost-wise, they yep. made them 20-count boxes, which is not a problem anyway because people like me who would want a box of these yeah. are not worried about buying 20 of them. Like, yeah. It, and, that and is not even a thought about buying. And it's like it's not going to come around until mm-hmm. next quarter or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, there's three boxes per shop, right, out of the 40 shops that get them. So you've seen like the huge, huge, massive tobacco fields, hundreds of acres, like big tobacco fields. Um, Jeff Borschwitz of Corona Cigars has 20 acres in Florida, and that's where the wrapper leaf for this um, cigar comes out. So even if they, which would never happen, even if they had 100% yield wrapper leaf from his fields, which is not the case. We know it's much more um, something like, you know, 25%. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, just throwing yeah, it yeah, out there. It's very low yeah. um, overall. Uh, they do things to help it out, but it's Florida sun-grown, so they don't cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's grown in the sun, hail, rain, stuff. You know Florida. Yeah. Hurricanes uh, right and now, stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. They're not necessarily sure if the hurricane's going to hit, but if it hit and knock out his whole field, it's only 20 acres. Um, so this is super, super limited. 
Um, I didn't even know about that. My buddy Bo had to turn me on to it. I've been, I think Dave offered if us to like kind of smoke these on a whim one time, and I was like, oh no, I'm all set. And I'm into this stuff, but I hadn't been been up on it. This yeah, is, I mean, is, I've been hearing about this for years. Where yeah, like man, just talking, it's coming, it's coming, it's I've coming. I've been sleeping. I kind of felt embarrassed. Yeah, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm I'm right. <laughs> I felt bad once he said that because he he looked just like you did. He's like, you, yeah. how you have you not heard about it and um so all right so i mentioned jeff borschwitz of corona he does the tobacco it's corojo 99 wrapper florida sun grown it has a nice natural citrus note to it nice spice uh first light we lit it up a couple minutes before we went went live so we've got like about a quarter of an inch on it or at least i do you got a little bit more yeah yeah about a half inch what are you getting um yeah very rich very full-bodied um you get a little bit of a chocolate in the back end, but a lot of like pepper spice. Yep. Uh, the cold draw was very sweet. You, know, you get any honey su- sweetness? Do you get any great. sweet still on the uh, on the on the smoke? Now? A little bit, like it's, but it's after it lingers for a bit. So you got a medium finish, and it's at the tail end of that. You get a little bit of sweetness. Right, right. So I think, I mean, it's my theory. We have a guy named John Foster to thank for that. He lives in Connecticut, and he grows the Connecticut broadleaf. Um, that is used in this as the binder. Mm-hmm. So we have Jeff Borshaw's wrapper. Yep. Um, John Foster's the binder. Uh, Connecticut Broadleaf, as you know, has that natural kind of longer finish, mm-hmm. but a nice sweetness. Uh, depending on how it's treated, you can have like a meaty, you know, charred meat quality to it, like you would in the end, um, Cro-Magnon from Romacraft or mm-hmm. something like it. Um, or even the um, pissed off Christoph Firecracker this year had a nice meaty taste yep. to it. Um, so John Foster out of Connecticut, he also contributes Connecticut Havana seed to the filler. So that spice that you're mentioning, um, very reminiscent of the uh, Tabernacle Havana seed mm, yeah, yeah. that um, uh, you know Nick Melillo put out, um, which has a lot of that natural spice to it too. Mm-hmm. So and then I thought it was kind of cool too. The rest of the fillers, um, the rest of the fillers, fillers. From Mr. Tobacco, I hear myself sometimes in my, yeah. you know, in my headphones. Like, what were you did, was that, is that a real? Is that an English word, fellas? <laughs> Littering end. So anyway, <laughs> Pennsylvania Mennonites. I just need some water. Um, but <laughs> Pennsylvania Mennonites, which basically Amish, right? In my, my yeah, right? close. I guess, yeah. I mean, I think they are. As I far saw. as way of life, there used to be a TLC show called like uh, some Amish something. Uh, oh, Escape uh, Amish. Amish. Oh, I'm thinking the Amish mob one. <laughs> Yes, I I think that's what it was. Kind of ridiculous. I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. They weren't going to do anything to each other. (laughs) Um, So that's that's a um, that is the composition of the cigar itself, the thing that we're smoking, getting the smoke off of, and everything. But as we all know, um, it doesn't matter if you took this band off, threw them down there. No one's going to buy them. It's all about you know how it's presented and uh, you know the marketing behind it. Word of mouth out there, obviously, besides myself, um, who actually loves this stuff and somehow didn't know about this, um, you <laughs> and everybody else, my buddies that like cigars, they knew about this, so the mm-hmm. word's been out there. People are asking for it. Um, prices are estimated. I don't know if they've been fully released. Um, $16 for probably the one we're smoking now. Which really, I mean, considering how limited it is, that's not bad. It's, not at all. You know, not I would all. expect a $30 price tag and then not be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just worried with it being so limited. You know what's going to happen, Ed Sullivan, right? Black market. Yeah. Or gray market, excuse me. <laughs> no, it's black. It's black. <laughs> well, it's not illegal to but sell it. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Um, I just, uh, there's some people that are out there that buy things for the sake of, um, Hoarding you know, it flipping it. Like um, 
uh, mm-hmm. uh, ticket Not scalping. hoarding it. If they're <laughs> hoarding it, that's one thing. Go ahead and do yeah. that. That's your collection. It's, it's more like scalping. Right. So, you know, you get, you get something that's coming out, um, possibly, you know, you know, rarity or whatever, and people buy it. No intention of smoking it. And I think that's not really what the cigars are about. So you're capitalizing on somebody else eventually wanting it. Yeah. Um, not to say that, you know, I mean, everybody that does that is, is, is bad. I mean, not, you know, yeah, not so, putting it down. So getting into it now, uh, picking up, it's like a uh, dark chocolate raisinette. So it's okay. the dark chocolate on the raisin, so it's got some of that sweetness and the dark chocolate. But no uh, goobers, all raisinette. No goobers, all raisinette, yeah. So the Mennonites, well, I don't know what kind of tobacco they're kicking in, but it's supposedly been in the United States heirloom tobacco since the 1700s. Same siege trend for all mm-hmm. that time. That's cool. Nice uh, I can't think history of, behind it. Right. I can't think of, there's only a couple of odd ones, like the Neanderthal has the Green River Sucker 1 from mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if that's an heirloom, but it seems like the name of an heirloom. Um, I wish I had the names of those, because that type of stuff is cool. Across the board in agriculture, when you get like heirloom whatever, mm-hmm. vegetables that were grown by, you know, like people in a native. Yeah, the, the uh, band also is, is pretty cool. Um, right, okay. Pretty complicated. Yeah. Right. So the design of the band is from a guy out of New York. A uh, um, woman out of New York, I believe. Glenn Walk. The picture is a woman. <laughs> so the picture of the design, she did the illustrations. In the oh, book. the illustrations. Oh, excuse right. me. Okay. I glanced quickly at the book. <laughs> I know, and I actually read it. Yeah. Well, so the New York gentleman, Glenn Walk, he did the bands. Tyler Storms out of Jason Newman's box, box design department did the box. Um, he did a wonderful job yes. on the design. So of the, the band is like a, a shield, and it's got the uh, bald eagle with the... the American shield, kind of like you've seen with the holding the arrows and the olive leaf, mm-hmm. uh, and the bottom uh, right corner or the bottom left, depending on which way you're looking at it, is a tobacco leaf fully flowered, yes. uh, tobacco plant, excuse me, fully flowered, uh, and it's got some you know red and white stripes and a Puerto Rican flag in the corner. Ed, you want to zoom in on this, and it kind of gives you a little bit of a uh, a picture of the band right on the it's front. Big seal, uh, pretty nice looking uh, gold. Tr- uh, Trim on the edge. Unfortunately, don't don't try to swing by two guys and sell them to get any. Yeah, I mean, again, three boxes per store. These were left over the, from the big show. The cupboard is bare. These yeah. were the big show cigars. <laughs> they go quick. So Thank you, David Garofalo, for allowing me the opportunity. I mean, if you happen to live near a uh, retail we'll store that, that sells it, put your name in, tell them, let me know as soon as they get it, and I'll buy it right up. Because mm-hmm. that's pretty much the only way you're going to get it. I and I'll be honest with you, too. With something this limited, if you're coming to a shop that's going to get it, they're going to be a reputable location. They're going to be mm-hmm. a larger account. And you haven't bought from them, but you've been going somewhere else, and you've never shown your face S- in the step store. Step in line, man. <laughs> you probably won't get it. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> yeah, not going to work be, out too yeah. well for you. Um, that's just, I mean, uh, that's usually what it is. Uh, at this point, you know, to reach out to, you know, your local B&M. See if they're one of the accounts of the carry Diamond Crown. Um, if not, I'm sure um, you know when we have them, we'll we'll do something yeah. where they might be released too. Yeah, and you know, part of me like people. doing this on the show was kind of like uh, I don't really like doing things where people can't get them. But at the I same do. time, you know what? I, I don't really care. Want I to got smoke it. this. I probably wouldn't get it otherwise. <laughs> so but you're really nice. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> me personally, I think you're just being nice. You know, I mean, honestly. Um, my buddy Boy, I mean, it would be nice to get him one too because we, we go back and forth with trades, but there was three left and there's three of us and we need an honest review. So we're on it. Um, what do you say about a top five list? We got, do we got it, some yeah. tie-ins. Let's jump in. Aloha. 
Today's Top 5 is brought to you by 5-5 Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full-bodied and full-flavor blue label. Series 5-5 has it all. 5-5 equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a 5-5 cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's Top 5 list. So these top five lists have been getting more and more just my opinion. <laughs> this one's going to be, be kind of not factual based. I'll give you the facts after it. Yep. Um, these are the top five my favorite cigar producing sta- um, cigar tobacco producing states. So U.S. tobaccos like we're smoking now. Sure. Yeah. Like I got cigars that I like. I know if they have American tobacco, what states they come from. Mm-hmm. These are my top five states. We're going to start out number five at Virginia. Um, I know of a couple uh, different blends that carry some of that tobacco, mostly filler stuff from Tip. what I usually smoke. You see Virginia more often in pipe tobacco, right? Uh, and advertised at least. Yeah. We have a lot of Virginia uh, to pipe pipe tobacco down there. Mm-hmm. If I could get the words out of my mouth, that's uh, mainly what we carry. It's very um, smooth. It's mm-hmm. got a nice um, mellow flavor to it. Um, so that's number five, uh, as low as it can go. So there weren't too many states that I even had in contentions, basically five or six. Yeah, that's so, not a whole lot. Yeah, so top five was easy. Uh, number four, I'm going Kentucky. Yep. Uh, when Another you're thinking. Pipe tobacco one, too. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of pipe tobacco. But you're also um, aware of like something like a Toscano that has yep. a lot of Kentucky fire fire cured cured tobacco, yep. tobacco in it, right? Um, across their different lines. And most of their. Which, those are excellent. Oh, way. unreal. I, They're the best emergency cigar to have, too, because you don't have to worry about them. So people like, oh, I bring this travel humidor, I leave it in my car. Yeah. If you're smoking big big cigars and you're leaving it in a hot car, I don't care if you have how many packs in there. It, or yeah, it doesn't matter what your humidor is doing unless it has a cooling unit. Right. Humidity is relative. Yeah. So if the temperature goes yep. up, the humidity is going to spike and nothing's going to keep up with it. Yeah. So the best bet, like you were saying, um, Toscano is great for that. Yep. They, don't need to, they don't need to be messed with. I have one right behind passenger seat. <laughs> if I ever don't have anything on me, it's just in a traffic jam. And it's jam. a good time. It, we were talking to a couple customers, and I, it's just the best thing to avoid road rage is having a cigar in your hand. Yep. You know, you can't give somebody the finger that well. They just think you're holding a cigar at yeah. them. And you know what? Just kind of, I'd never be like, oh, I'm stuck with it. That's all I have. No, I'd no, be like, very oh, good. yeah, great. Very good. <laughs> okay. So Kentucky is number four. Um, I, I very much appreciate the Kentucky contribution to the mm-hmm. tobacco world. Yep. Number three is Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Which, uh, no surprise. Right. Yeah. With the rarity and the shortage of Connecticut broadleaf, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Pennsylvania is another broadleaf. Um, they're kind of trying to market themselves as, I don't know, broadleaf. Yeah. You know, just eliminate broadleaf. whether it's Connecticut. Yep. Well, maybe it's it's not them. It's not Pennsylvania yeah. broadleaf farm grows. It's the, yeah. it's the companies. Because I think Pennsylvania broadleaf stands on its own, but there yeah. is like an The foundation infer- uses it in a couple of their cigars. Yeah, I think the Pennsylvania broadleaf tends to be a smaller leaf, mm-hmm. so it's harder to get wrapper mm-hmm. yeah. out of the Pennsylvania broadleaf. Would you say there's like some sort of like a perception that uh, Pennsylvania broadleaf's an inferior quality to I don't think it's inferior. No. It's very different. Well, you know better. I'm oh. just saying like, yes, well, to I, me, I think there's an impression. Wait, but tell me we the answer. Better. Is the answer yes, Sorry. there's an impression? I think if anybody I'm is, just trying to explain why I asked. I think if anybody's into cigars enough to know, to be able to have an opinion about one sure. being inferior, then they're probably not going to think it's inferior. Right. <laughs> that's fair enough. They're going to know enough. That, fair enough. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, but but uh, but it's not. It's just different. 
Um, yeah. You know, we were talking about you know, when you compare two things, it's like you're putting one down. They both have their yeah, own like qualities. Ecuadorian Connecticut versus U.S. Connecticut. Exactly. Know? So number two, um, it's going to give away number one for me. But number two is what's on this right here, um, Florida. As a state, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of good Florida tobacco that's yep. coming out. The Corojo that's being grown down here. This is delicious. This is really good. That yeah, sounds like really Scottish. Yeah, really distinct taste. <laughs> Dude, that sounds Scottish. It's got a nice like citrusy note to it. Yeah. It, it, I mean, if you didn't know any better, you it, you said you had to say, what state does this come from? You think in citrus, Florida is a yeah, citrus probably state. Yeah, probably guess, yeah. It's weird. Maybe like some cross-pollination <laughs> not Just something in the soil that does it, you know? Yeah, how far away is like... You know, the orange groves. Well, no that's farther than probably the width of the state. <laughs> you know? So anyway, number one. Connecticut. No surprise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I talk about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's, I mean, you see it more, more often than any other state. Mm-hmm. It's Connecticut. I mean, that's... Yeah, even Connecticut I mean, seed, just, if you want to We call the it. seed itself Connecticut, you mm -hmm. know, it's, that's what it is it's where it came from when it's grown in connecticut it has a different quality that can't be well hasn't been really replicated so yep. even on the shade connecticut shade mm -hmm. more of a like a paper bag quality than say like a buttery smooth ecuadorian connecticut would be but um still very good and different and i would think it has more flavor it would actually affect the blend more i don't like it as much as an ecuadorian connecticut no. it has a more vegetal quality yes. to yes, it, it does, very yeah. much so a little bit dry um, but i do love connecticut broadleaf and i yep. think there might there, there are very few tobaccos that are as good as a maduro than connecticut broadleaf mm. high priming connecticut broadleaf fermented long it's my jam. <laughs> so that is the top five list, my top five favorite yeah, I think, states. I think that was pretty fair. Right. Uh, I mean, there was, there was honorable mention. And like I said, that wasn't really factual because if I want to get facts about to tobacco producing states, um, just by volume, we have North Carolina being number one. Yeah. Which, uh, right. Uh, cigarettes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's all, that's why I didn't put it in there. Yeah. As, yeah. uh, I mean, it's like, I used to smoke it's cigarettes. Like China produces a lot of tobacco it. too, but it's not going in your cigars. So. No, no. We can run down the list to Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee, Georgia, and South Carolina, Pennsylvania to round out the mm -hmm. tops for actual production. So Pennsylvania and Kentucky is still in there too, as far as volume goes. But my list is my list. So yeah, and I think it's more pertinent to cigars. I agree. So. I agree. Yep. So what do you say? Do we have break time? Yeah, let's go to a break. I need more water. All right. When we get back, we'll continue smoking the American by the J.C. Newman. America. America. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouthwatering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurial tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth 
comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. 
And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're smoking The American by J.C. Newman. Yeah. While of your attention, go to Facebook. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter at The Assholes, and on Instagram at Assholes Radio. Right. And uh, all of our listeners who are coming to the anniversary party tomorrow night, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to come up and say hi. Uh, probably be awkward, but please do. We'll say please hi do. Back. It's my first anniversary <laughs> party. I am very excited. I, I actually never came as a customer either. I was I was disappointed to miss it every year. <laughs> so it's my first. Looking forward to it. We have a couple. You know, it's it's a combination of a, a circus running the bill, bulls and ah. a game show all in one. So mm-hmm. it's it's a good time. I've been used to uh, meeting cigar celebrities. You know, as the term yep. is more, so I'm not as like you know. Saka came in the other day, and I I said hi to him. But when he first came in, when I first started working, I was like, Ah, oh, Steve, what's going on? Not that I've like gotten jaded or anything like that, but it happens a lot more than you know. I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> used to it around here, but it will be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Yep, yep. Um, I was just thanking Dave for the for the cigars. They're they're excellent. And I was, that was did you pick up me weaseling, seeing if I could buy a box when they come in on, on the mics? <laughs> That's what that was. Um, they're really good. Uh, you can taste that citrus still. Yeah, yeah, especially on the retro. Like it really it comes out on the retro where you mm. get the citrus. Uh, burn line is excellent. The construction is excellent. Uh, perfect draw. You know, just enough Medi- medium body, but like uh, like a, I'd say medium finish. But the spice is getting really nice now too, which is what I'm really liking. Yep, it's um a complex spice. It's not something I'm gonna put a pepper or anything yep. on. It's, yeah, it's it's really got some complexity to it. It's like a Middle a Eastern on. spice. Yeah. I mean, I hate to get Jonathan weird on the flavor notes, but yeah, I think like Indian food. Complex, a- absolutely. Yeah, that's that heirloom tobacco. You know, you can you can get some interesting flavors, and pe- people can't use it. It's not widely grown. You know, it's not not like a um, a cash crop. It's just people who. What I like just, about it is it's it's people that are passionate about yes the yeah. craft behind it. Um, it's not like just your run of the mill like oh get a hundred thousand pounds of this and a hundred thousand pounds of that. This is two people. It's Luis mm-hmm. and Yania sitting there. You know, bunching them, turning them a quarter in in hand carved molds from America. Yep. Um, you know, they're doing the whole process, and then they're putting the wrappers on. We know who made the bo- the box. Yeah. We know who designed it. We <laughs> no know who made the it. bins. We know everything. It's about as boutique as a cigar has ever gotten. Yep. And price point wise, if this is sixteen dollars, and like some of the other stuff that I see out there, which is far less complex flavor wise, mm-hmm. once you get it. Um, you find out you get disappointed. The, these are a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're gonna see these on the shelves. Like these will be box mm. only. Never. Yeah. I, I don't think we'll so normally I'd though. say go to your local <laughs> local brick and mortar or, or, or go onto twoguyscigars.com. But I don't even think you're gonna want to have to borrow like bother Barry because the <laughs> yeah. list on these probably is so long. If there was one, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really ask him. It's like get your name in there. These are very rare. <laughs> Pull some strings. If you have an opportunity, hold, and, hold and a, a pet hostage, maybe. Sure. Uh, <laughs> to get a hold of it. <laughs> right. If you end up getting an opportunity, get your hands on these. I, I highly recommend it. It's flavors you won't get many other places. I don't know if any other place. It's mm. delicious so far. I'm enjoying it very much. And yeah. I put down a cigar. I love to smoke this too. So um, very very impressed with it. Yeah, yeah. What do you it's, say? it's old number as well. Uh, let's do Old Fart Freddy. All right. Really? Yeah. All right. You got well, it? Then. Do we have oh, it? Oh, we got it. I like I like the way he's been trending lately. <laughs> it's right. time once again to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy, brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. 
This is Old Fat Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days when life was simpler and cheaper. I don't understand this online dating, all this swiping left and right. In my day, you went to nightclubs to meet the ladies. You spent most of your paycheck buying drinks for the prettiest girls in the place. You have to be quick, though, because when the lights come on at last call, it looked like a picked-over Chinese buffet after the lunch rush. The best stuff is all gone, but you always find something to eat, even if it's not your favorite. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight cigars. A perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight cigars. <laughs> wow. A picked over so many Chinese places. Yeah. So many places to you go. You know, I hear women love being referred to as food. <laughs> yep. Uh, we'll get some emails on that one. That's, uh, that's, you Freddie's know a real charmer. A real charmer. Yeah. If people have a go in, because I tell people all the time go to the Nashville store and go see Freddie, <laughs> but when they go in, they ask for him to his face. No one ever knows it's Freddie because yeah, you see yeah. the guy, he's mild mannered. He's like Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. And like you, you talk to him or you hear a, a funny joke in passing. Um, and, and you listen to his dry sense of humor, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, those still he's waters. Wise beyond deep. his years, he's the man. <laughs> I love working with him. Friday and yeah. Saturday, I'm over there. It's a good time. Uh, they're good guys over there. Uh, let's see. What, what else you think? Uh, we, we've actually smoked a lot of this because we kind of yeah, couldn't yeah. wait to I'm light up to the it, band so already. So. I'm impressed with the overall burn line. Very tight, so you know it's well aged. They did a great job with that. Yeah, it's it's razor sharp too, straight. Yeah, excellent construction. Um, the complexity, as far as like, there's no real transitions, not, nothing uh, super noteworthy as far as transitions. I've lost a lot of the spice though, and it, yeah, it's, been it's going died down a little bit. bit. I mean, sweet. you get past that five inch mark, mm-hmm. um, but it is super complex as far as every puff. There's a lot going on uh, as you your phone. No, I mean, goes. I was I was trying to actually look up um look up our uh, our podcast thing and see if it was uh if it was running, but uh. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's it's kind of more or less been just a journey along the same path. It hasn't yeah. really taken any sharp turns, yeah. but but each puff, like you're kind of like thinking about it more and picking up more flavors. Exactly, you know, still got that chocolate in the background, the citrusy uh, notes, which it isn't an overwhelming citrus, so it's not it's, it's not off putting at all. So we um, still have what do you? Uh, I think I've caught up to you because I've been kind of hitting it a little harder. Almost, yeah. I'm just about at the point of close the to the band. Band, yeah, just maybe like a quarter inch left you would say you still have a lot you would still have possibility that that could change at that point right um so many people i feel give up on cigars early i see in the ashtray one like you know already you know three quarters of a cigar i mean if you don't like yeah i mean if something happens you're gonna run out of a cigar you could have another transition at at, after this point that last third but i think usually it's gonna be because you're burning a little hotter uh you know sure just get to your draw and I think I think pe- people don't talk to the tobacconist enough to get what they actually need and they see a brand that they've heard their friends say and they just go pick up any size. They don't really discuss it. And I think they mm. would know and if they pick up a Churchill, like, I don't like this. Well they didn't wait till it got to the sweet spot yeah, of the Churchill. True. Yep. You know, if they sh- maybe should have picked up a Robusto if they didn't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Um so but if you talk to your guy that when you walk in and you and you talk to him and, and you ask these questions and he gives you go, you're at a good shop, you're right here. <laughs> you know, obviously, um, you know, they'll give you that information and, and things you wouldn't think about. So, I mean, I know everybody comes in and like they, they, they know whatever, but talk to us because, you know, we do it every day mm. and, it's, and it's worth getting that information. But what I thought was cool, 
if you do end up um, being lucky enough to get a box of these. Yeah, hold on to that box. For one. Hold on to the box, too. I am, um, if I can. It's not mine. <laughs> it's this. Uh, but the book, too. The book is, like, hand-illustrated drawings. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, getting all that information, you know, telling you all about the growers. All I was about telling the- you. Yeah, the paper, too, is um, some hippie kind of, like, certified, <laughs> like, Wisconsin paper. It's too. American. Yeah. You can Every tell it's good. Every aspect is American. Good stock. Yeah good stock and the ink and the press and all that stuff to make it all <laughs> the bindings it's is american it's america crazy it's, attention to detail it's really. about as about as much of american sky as you, as you can get mm. and i'm digging it so far the whole way down and not heating up on the other podcast eric mm-hmm. newman had said they discovered fairly late in the box making that the hinges weren't from america so oh, they had to go out made in china <laughs> He didn't say where they had to go out and source some American hinges. These are American. Mm. You can tell they were made differently, though. This wouldn't be something that would be mass produced. These are like stamped out and rolled and st- yeah, small, small I, production. It'd line. be way too hot to show. <laughs> yeah, this, and, and nobody really wants to look at a hinge. <laughs> the overall look is very American, though. It looks like a campaign poster from like the the twenties or something. Yeah, like that, exactly. Yeah, very old timey. It feels like it's got some history to it. The early nineteen hundreds, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, sure. The factory that um, makes this El Relo, um, the oldest factory remaining in the United States. Hmm. Over in Ybor City, um, make some great stuff. The cigar's great if you can get it. Good luck to you. Yeah, I mean you're on the hunt if you can get it. But there's yeah, good luck with the hunt. <laughs> the cigars I would say that I like this. The one I was smoking, the Aladino Corojo Reserve that I was smoking um, before I came on that I almost yep. didn't want to put yep, down. Which is an excellent cigar. Yeah. Great cigar. You can get that more readily. It's always available. Yeah, and that's a limited, but it's not as limited as this. <laughs> it's just different. Yeah. I'm not putting that one down. I would say that's equally as good and as you know, a cigar smoker, if you were blind taste tested and there was no bands on these, you didn't know the stories behind them, I'd take either one of these cigars equally. But mm-hmm. I will um, say on this, it's got a very long finish. I like that. And it's and clean too. Sort so of almost after the fact that you pick up all that citrus yeah. and really just a faint touch of cedar for me. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of melts away all the yeah. different layers of flavor, which is great. My uh, favorite part about it is with all that going on, which I, I agree with everything, it doesn't have any of the ashiness that sometimes mm-hmm. comes with it and the bitterness that from no, the citrus. it's a clean finish. Yes. It's not yeah. the citrus that you would get from somebody spraying stuff on it to rush a fermentation <laughs> process. This is Florida sun-grown like some bees brought over pollen mm-hmm. from, from some orange groves. You're it's big good. on this bee theory. I'm thinking huh? like, right? <laughs> Save the bees, make them more important. All right. Um, what do you say about rating? Yeah, let's do a rating. Right. 94. 94, really okay. Right. Yeah, I, I think this That's is... This is a fairly unique cigar. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's not something I would smoke every day. Not, not that not I that would be able to, <laughs> yeah. but this I'm is gonna something. I'm going to try to. We got somebody that can make it happen. I think really nice as a change of pace. Um, I'm going 96. Uh, I like the complexity of every puff. Uh, also, I mean, the history of it, the just the craftsmanship, everything that went into it uh, does add to the enjoyment of it, um, at least to me. Um, but flavor is spot on, construction spot on, so definitely 96. I couldn't agree with you more. I get made fun of all the time by Mr. Jonathan downstairs for still being a geek about it and not being like more pragmatic. <laughs> um, I say all the time you can't smoke the band, but but people do. Yeah. It affects the experience, the story behind it. You don't sell the steak, you sell a sizzle. This got a lot of sizzle, but it's it's steak too because these guys are doing it right. I've seen Two you rollers. smoke the band literally on some cigars. <laughs> unless, the, unless the flavor changes on a cigar, I hardly look at it. You're right. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go 95. Okay. 95. So we're at 95 overall. Because I wanted to be right. <laughs> I, saw, I saw how that was going to work. Well, you waited to the end. Right. Like I said, um, it's one of those cigars that, you know, um, it was just kind of a self-serving for us to be able to smoke it. Because yeah. um, yeah. it's not uh, going to be available to a lot of you. But if you're good to your local tobacconist, if you come in the store. If they happen to carry it. If they right. have to be one of the lucky Show few, up to your local yeah. B&M and be known have a relationship with the guy. Yeah. If something like this comes around and you say, Hey, you know, I know you, we're friends. Like you, I come in all the time. <laughs> we talk. Can you hook me up? Who's going to get that? Him? Probably. Yeah. Or somebody who calls up, Hey, you guys getting that box yes. in? Somebody from out of town that they don't know. They don't deal with on a regular basis. No, mm-hmm. Barry's good about it. Barry's better than I am. I've hear, I hear his rejection. It's much more like soft. I would tell people to pounce in. <laughs> like you can't expect to like not have a relationship and then get in and like get the most uh, exclusive things. That's what I used to do. And I just, that's why I, I was always here. Like I'm, I'm an hour and 15 minutes away. Yeah. I came up here. It's a good truck. Cause these guys are better. You know? So, <laughs> anyway, 95. All right. Great well, you, cigar. You've been listening to The Asshole, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. You can download or share this episode or any past episode at unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. Check it out. Check out some of the other podcasts. Stacking and, uh, dimes. For some of you, we'll see you tomorrow night Stacking at the anniversary dimes. party. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.